0: In the bonus, we're talking round ball. The NBA is back. Uh, we're only about a month into the season now, but things are starting to take shape. And one of those things are starting to take shape is the Warriors are back. Is it going to be one of those special championship run type seasons? I think it's really early. The schedule has been favorable, but uh, last night's game against the Chicago Bulls, the top team record-wise in the East, was certainly eye-opening. And we had three games at home this week, the Hawks, the Timberwolves, and finishing last night with the Bulls. And I texted you, we're the best team in the league, easy. Uh, Obviously, the main man, Steph Curry, best shooter of all time, he is playing like an MVP but this team is deep. This team is really, really deep and dynamic. Number of guys as we could we could list off. But Andrew Wiggins is playing great basketball right now. Andre Iguodala, Iggy's back with the Dubs. He's playing great. A couple guys that we're just finding out about uh, are having having some some strong contributions. Draymond Green, the leader on the defensive side and, and, and a mainstay on that team offensively as a as a ball handler and a distributor, but, uh, we're really good. We are playing great basketball. You had a lot of, a lot of thoughts. We were texting back and forth. You were, you were saying how the team was popping on on your television screen. What are your, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The Warriors just seem like they've each of the individuals have found their role. Like they know, just building off our conversation about Bill Belichick, like they do their job very well and yep. they play great team defense And when I look at their lineup, like on paper, and you see the height and the size, they kind of have all those, I don't want to say cliche ingredients, but the ingredients that you need to win a title. They have wing defenders out the wazoo. They can switch everything. They have speed. I think last year when I would watch the Warriors, they didn't have those guys with that first step. I mean, look, Curry's not getting old, but just the speed on defense and speed in transition, it completely changes the dynamic of a game. So kind of having, you know, Gary Payton, the gloves, son, uh, that guy brings an element, like a level of juice to the game that I think they used to get from Draymond. I think Draymond used to be like their juice guy. But now he's kind of on, the, not the tail end of his career, but he's in this latter half for sure. And it just seems like guys like Gary Payton Jr. just are bringing that intensity to just make the crowd erupt. And the Warriors have always been a momentum team. And it just seems recently, they just capitalize on any run that they're on. It's like 6-0, 7-0 run. And they'll do that. Three or four times, like in a quarter, and then another the team is just kind of left there playing decent basketball. But you look up and you're down by 20, like that, like what happened to the Bulls recently. So I think they just have a good chemistry in the right roster, and this is without Clay Thompson, mind you, to to kind of make a deep run.
0: Without Clay Thompson, without James Wiseman, you know, uh, Bielitsa, my favorite new Golden State Warrior, he's been awesome. Otto Porter made a lot of money with some other teams. Now he's on a a kind of a veteran minimum with with the dubs. And he's been a great contributor, you know, defensively, offensively. And like you said, all these different guys, when we go on runs, it's a a tidal wave. It just gets going and it's tough for these other teams to stop. And, you know, one thing you mentioned there, like team defense. The Warriors play great team defense you know, you can talk all day about like who are the best defenders in the NBA and who deserves to be all NBA second team defense, but team defense is so underrated. Like if you're kind of moving as one and if a guy gets a step on your guy on the perimeter, you've got guys that are shuffling in and helping uh, in the paint or they, you know, teams aren't able to make cross court passes because our, our team has active hands as, as a group. So that's been really great to see, and that's what winning teams and veteran teams do. And is our schedule – has it been light? Of course it's been light. But, again, good teams win games they're supposed to win. You know, The Lakers, I don't know if they have not won some of those games so far this year, uh, for example. So really optimistic about how we're, we're doing so far. Also, the NBA is going bonanza with uh, jerseys this year. Yeah. The Warriors unveiled a new black jersey, which – Looks awesome. Black one. I love our 75th anniversary jersey, an homage to the Philadelphia Warriors, one of the first uh NBA teams ever, and one of only three NBA teams still in existence. You were not a huge fan of last night's Warrior jersey. You want to uh you wanna give the, that a take? It's a complete
1: ripoff from the Cavs throwbacks. Like, look, I know that you want to, it's a homage jersey and all that stuff, but it's it changed something up. It literally looks like an exact ripoff of, like, the jerseys that Kyrie and LeBron were wearing when they took Game 7 from the Warriors. Like, those jerseys with the dark blue with the red lettering on them. Uh, now, look, back then, because those are also throwbacks, and back then there was only, like, what, like, five jersey designs. So I get it. There's only so much real estate you can take. But you know you have to adjust your eyes and look at the score on the bottom to know yeah. who's playing. You know because my brain's immediately like, oh, it's the Cavs, and I'm looking right. for Evan Mobley, who the Rockets didn't draft, and then it's like, no, it's actually the Warriors. Once I see them passing the ball around, I'm like, oh no, that's that's a good that's a good <laughs> basketball team right there.
0: <laughs> no, I, I hear you. I mean, I, I'm a fan of anything you know new as far as jerseys and and teams taking their shot, if you will, but. You know, I, I will say that black jersey that we we unveiled is super popular. It still oh, hasn't yeah. gone on sale yet, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be sold out very quickly. But quickly, your Rockets. We played the Rockets. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Warriors gosh. did on Sunday last weekend. <sighs> oh, a lot goodness. of young, a lot of young faces on that Rockets uh, unit, and there's a lot of talent there. There's a lot of potential, but
1: it's just like a Drew League team. Like you look at the roster and everyone's basically the same size. Like, you know, yeah. one one eighty-five dripping wet, like six seven. I think <laughs> yeah. the heavy I was looking at it and I and I texted you, you know, our heaviest our our, our heaviest player is nine. I was exaggerating, but I, I think our heaviest player is Adam Tice. Yes, that Adam Tice from from the Boston Celtics. He's our heaviest player. I think he's like in the two twenties or something like that. But mm-hmm. everyone on our team is a feather. And when I watch them play, I can't tell who's who because they haven't been in the league long enough to where I know their numbers by heart because, you know, they're going to be a flash in the pan. They're probably going to be gone next year. Uh, Aside from my Christian Wood, you know, John Walls decided just not to play this year for no other reason except for I don't want to play on this horrible tanking team.
0: Well, I think, I think. The team actually is holding him out because no, they kind like of like a mutual want to agreement. Win.
1: It's like a mutual yeah. agreement they've come towards like we know we're horrible. you don't have to try. It's
0: also fine. John walls not wouldn't be my first choice for the veteran leader uh, of a group of youngsters. But, you know, I will say Jalen Green looks like he's going to be really good sure. for a long time. Kevin Porter jr. Uh, looks like he could be he could be solid. Um uh, I like the son of Kenyon Martin
1: Kenyon Martin Jr. yep.
0: Kenyon Martin, Jr. but, it's a young team, and I think when you have too much youth on one roster and you don't mix in some veterans and some guys who can kind of show them the ropes, yeah. sometimes you can lose some of those young guys, and they go down the wrong path as far as like their work ethic or right. their mindset. Um, so, you know, we'll see. But one thing I, I did notice when you were talking about like soaking wet, uh, you're you're you know a lot of guys who are one seventy five, one eighty. Right. The other thing about the the Rockets the hairstyles really give away how young this team is. Yeah, like, totally. You know, it's, they, they're, they're having a lot of fun. There's a lot of Gen Zers on this team. And, <laughs> and you know, I'm sure for you for this year, it's like, okay, we're not going to be anything this year, but at least you can see the possibilities for what's I, to come.
1: I'll, I'll watch the games, and I like Steven Silas as a coach. It's just – we just when we decided to trade Harden, it wasn't a hey let's like start rebuilding. It's like let's just blow it up and wait until we're like way below the cap and just right. you know draft and then wait for a decent free agent class and try to make a a minus you know splash signing. Uh, so it's just a different it's just a different method now in the NBA since LeBron kind of led this player mobility charge. You can't just retain stars forever. That's not the mm-hmm. way it works. Like you have to get a star and then keep enough salary cap by moving pieces around. It's more of a chess game on the, on the general management side and then make that. Steph
0: Curry is you know. the exception. He's not the norm.
1: He is the exception. Absolutely. But even then, like we saw what happened, like they got KD, there was some drama because there's, you know, it's a salary thing. Plus it's an alpha dog thing. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, you know, the curtain closed and now a new curtain is open. And luckily Steph Curry's still there and Clay Thompson are still there. But they're having to make it work with these young players. And luckily it is because they have a great front office and great coaching. But I don't think most teams in the league have that. So the, the, the Rockets, look, they're a Julie team. They're fun to watch. They're they're not gonna win a lot of games. I think they have they're one in ten now. But I wanted to just say one thing about the NBA that I've noticed. And for everyone else, like there's there was a rule change this year in the NBA on fouls, on jump mm-hmm. shots specifically, but not not necessarily jump shots. It's kind of the motion where you're kind of dribbling one direction or the other, and this is made because everyone's gotten so good at the pull up fade away or step back fade away. If you're moving in a direction and you rise up to take a jump shot, so obviously when someone like Draymond sorry not Draymond, KD or Harden is driving at you, your hands are there, like your hands are right there, ready to like defend, and. Mm-hmm now that player can't just lift their hands in the air as if they're about to like do a floater or a jump shot. They're not calling that anymore. So what does that mean? That means it's not like, a, like the hand check rule has been reinstated, but it means you can basically put your hands on a player that's moving. If your player's moving, you can kind of put your hands near them or on them, and if they go up for a jump shot, they're, like your hands are allowed to like, graze their arms as they go up. That is okay as long as like they're in that movement motion. So the reason I say all of this is Three-point shooting is way, 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 way down across the league this year. Uh, Damian Lillard is shooting like, you know, 27% from three. So you see a lot of this across the league where shooting's just worse. Players are less efficient. And it got me thinking, like, one, aside from – it's not just all, to, all for the foul, right? And I'm looking at the Warriors, and I'm watching how they're winning. And I'm seeing how – I watched the Blazers game the other day. Lillard was just struggling, his normal rhythm jump shots, like because people are more on him now. Yep. And my, this is my theory. My theory is the last decade or so of the NBA – was all about conditioning and getting your body right and being able to just run for 48 minutes and basically, like, maximizing your peak athleticism. And we saw that with James Harden at his peak during his MVP years. That with Lillard recently. Uh, We saw that with KD when he, like, that first year went to the Warriors. We've seen with a lot of players where they're so talented, so athletic, and they train so hard that they can just carry a team. Like one person can just be like, "I got this." Look at James Harden. Look at Lillard. Uh, you know, more or less, just a single person teams. And I think that trend is just on the decline. And the reason I think it's on the decline is because there's a certain point where things get saturated. Like athleticism gets a bit saturated. If everyone's jumping out of the gym and everyone's training hard and everyone's eating right, then those those opportunities of one individual. Just doing it all himself, they just go down because it's more about the actual. It's getting back to the fundamentals of basketball, which is passing, team defense, like not turning the ball over. And so I think that I think all these things are related, and we're seeing a kind of I don't want to say a brand new era of basketball, but I think it's just a new trend now where and it's kind of aligning with the super teams, but not so much. Again, when I watch basketball, the super teams aren't dominating like they used to. You can't just go iso 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 with three different people you got to find different ways to score, you got to beat different defenses. So my theory in short is athleticism is no longer that much of a separator. It's all about kind of team dynamics and fundamentals and I think that that's what's playing out this year. It's really interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, t- team offense, team defense, turnovers like you said. The three-point shot still a huge of course factor to success, but it's not what it what it has been that's right. uh, in recent history. Uh you know, your your guy, James Harden, has had a really tough start to the season. Ooh. Slow start. Conditioning wasn't great. He he even said, like, my body wasn't where I wanted to
1: be. <laughs> he, he said he was going to play himself into shape. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> it's like, you had the last six months, James. Like, what were you yeah. doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, tough. You know, he he's still a great three-point shooter, and I think that's been a way that he's been able to to at least, you know, contribute. But he had his first – 30-point game, I think, of the season uh, last night against uh, the Pelicans. But he struggled in in part due to this rule change where defensively you can be a little bit more physical. Refs aren't going to have that whistle in their mouth ready to go at all times. And, you know, like I said, early returns. Stephen Curry, to me, looks like an MVP candidate. Kevin Durant, speaking of uh, James Harden, his teammate, KD, looks like an MVP candidate it's going to be a really fun season. Um, there's a lot of deep teams around the NBA. I think of golden state. I think of Utah, Miami, I think of Denver. I think of Miami. Toronto
1: is playing well. Tor- to my point earlier, I, I saw, yeah, I see
0: that. So it's going to be a really fun year. There's a lot of, a lot of talent across the NBA. There's also a lot of young teams and a lot of teams that aren't very good. A lot so, of
1: rockets out there. Yeah.
0: A, a lot of rockets out there. Yeah. So, um, NBA is back. It's going to be a really fun year. We're going to talk obviously a lot more uh, on this podcast about the round ball, but we wanted to do an in the bonus to get uh, to get the season get our whistle wet here. So
1: yes, absolutely, that's all get, we got getting the whistles wet, and we tease this in the, at the end of our other episode, but we took a long break. Our our downloads are down. <laughs> we needed we needed a little break from from the madness, you know. I was traveling for work, you know. Rossi had the yeah. start of the NBA season. We're just busy yeah. individuals, but we are back and we got some fun content planned for you all as yes. we get closer to the end of the year. We got some sure. Christmas content, we got some some lists. I want to bring out some like favorite things style like lists. You mentioned Christmas yeah. gift ideas. Now, I know in general, we always ask you guys to like and subscribe, but I want to just put this out there. We 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 want you guys to help us a little bit. Get the word out there about the shooting to pod. Whether it's an Instagram follow, whether you like a specific episode, whether you have ideas that you'd like us to discuss. We've always tried to be very interactive with you out there in the audience. And I, I know Ross, you you had a few words you wanted to say as well. So I pass the mic to you.
0: Yeah, you know, t- tell your friends, spread the word. This is a this is a podcast that's all about you guys, uh, all about engagement. We've had a lot of our listeners and our friends and and people that uh, that follow us tell us when we listen to you it's like it's like we're just hanging out with you guys and and that's what we want it to be we want it to be just like that so let us know what you think let us know what you want and one tease on a list we're gonna do here soon top five Christmas movies of all time Anik oh. and myself are gonna give them. Is The night Before Christmas a Christmas movie? Oh, interesting. I'm not so sure, but we'll talk about it on, on future episodes. That's it for this In the Bonus. I think this was our fourth In the Bonus, if I'm not mistaken. And, and if you want to go back, we've done an In the Bonus on all things potatoes. potatoes yeah, <laughs> We've done an In the Bonus on, keep me honest here, what, what else oh have we my done? Gosh. I want to say we did a, a sports-heavy, like a football-only, uh, but... We have fun. We like to have fun on this podcast.
1: Yeah. And with that, listen, subscribe, spread the word out there for us, and we'll continue to do our part in making you laugh every week. And with that, uh...
0: (laughs) my best podcast impression.